0: Welcome to the latest episode of Codings Decoded. I'm Mark Thomas with Tenemic Company, and today we are joined by Larry Schwartz, Assistant Vice President of Business Development with Wooster Company. Welcome Larry.
1: Thank you, Mark. Thank you for having us.
0: Well, Larry, Tenemic Company is celebrating its centennial this year, which we think is a long time, and it is, but Wooster Company has quite a few years even on Tenemic Company. Can you tell us a little bit about the origins of the company and the start?
1: Yes, uh, the Wooster Brush Company is located in Wooster, Ohio. Uh, I will tell you, Wooster, Ohio was founded in eighteen oh eight. We were founded a little bit after that, not much, but eighteen fifty one. So we are celebrating our hundred and seventieth birthday. We're very proud of that fact. Um, We've basically been inside the city the whole entire time, we've only moved a few blocks from the original um, factory when Adam Foss first moved over with some bristle and started making bristle way back in 1851 that he bought from a flea market, believe it or not, that's how we started. Um, we're, We're still in the same location. And right around the turn of the century is when we moved into this location and we have added on. We have approximately um, three factories. Uh, we have two today, and we're building another one here in town. So we continually keep growing here in Wooster, Ohio, and we have one distribution center out in Reno. The unique thing about us being around 170 years, for 170 years, we have been the innovators, and that is what's kept us um, on the forefront and why everyone wants to use our products. One of the things that separates us is we do, all of our manufacturing here or almost uh, completely here. Uh, we can't say 100%, but we're very, very close to it. Um, we also have an engineering staff and a lab staff. So we're constantly testing um, coatings, seeing how our fabrics will pick up and release or our brushes will pick up and release in the coatings. And for 170 years, we've developed the tools that is needed to apply the coatings that a tonemic, um, company coatings company manufactures, which is really um, today even more important than over the past few years. Uh, Mark, mm-hmm. I know you've been in it for a little while and I've been in a little while and, um, my gray hair shows it and yours has been pulled out for a little bit. But uh, what's really unique there for a long time, there was oil and there was oil. And then a little bit of latex came out and you didn't dare use it. You sold it to Mrs. Jones, maybe to paint some um, ceilings. But in today's um, coatings world, even over the last five years, you know reformulating coatings have um, really been in the forefront and developing these new coatings that do amazing things. and. And when I was joking about Mrs. Jones using some of these latex coatings, what's really unique is these water-based coatings now are being used in industrial settings and they're being used where no one would ever dream of using a coating. What we're doing is constantly um, looking at these coatings, developing the fabrics, the tools, and in some cases, um, reinventing some of our tools to make sure they apply the coatings that you need. So. Um, yes, we're very excited for our 170th birthday. And we're um, very proud of that and our heritage here in the town and we support Wooster, Ohio. But one thing we are really proud of is supporting the coatings industry and making sure that um, both the coatings manufacturers have the tools to um, recommend to the contractors and the end users have the proper tools for applying those coatings.
0: Well, Larry, you make a great point that as much work as we do on coding formulations here, that's really just half the story. It's mm-hmm. not just producing a, a high-quality formulation and manufacturing that, it's getting it applied, and that's where you guys come in.
1: Correct, and I have worked with a couple companies, and they have some amazing um, coatings, but getting the applicator to apply that coating, um, they basically were using, uh, I hate to say it better, uh, MOPS to put it on with, because that was the only way they can get to the proper thickness. We've actually been working with them and it's amazing what is done. We've worked with a lot of um, tonemic coatings too, and it's been very exciting for us over the years to have that partnership with, especially with some of the end users that are using um, tonemic coatings too, and helping them out.
0: Well, speaking of the users of tunemic coatings, we produce a lot of coatings that are applied to water tanks. Uh, And tanks of of not just water tanks, but uh, storing all kinds of different uh, uh, Cargos and the vast majority of those are roller applied and I understand that you guys have some unique products that help with getting a set amount of mill thickness on that tank. When
1: in, in, in that's a good point. Um, we can't tell the contractor that it's definitely and, and I'll use your water tower um, tank coatings and most and I'm not going to say every coating is applied at four to six mils, but at, at a general, you guys are trying to get four to six mils um, per coat. And we have fabrics that will, if they dip and release properly, will be in that four to six mil uh, process. The other thing that's really important about that is, yes, there might be other fabrics, but um, we have the Produzy FTP and we have the Produzy fabric, um, both in the half inch nap, that do a great uh, job. The way we uh, blend these filaments, and we have uh, filament engineers that look at it, and they look at how they layer the fabrics, how they put different filaments together to pick up and release the coatings and finish them. But the other thing we do is we use um, special backing on our fabrics, and we use polygons. propylene cores. And um, that's a big word for me, But by the way. Uh, but it is a solvent resistant core. What it means for your um, end users in the field is those cores are not going to break down, especially with some of the uh, coatings that you're selling these guys, the hot solvent type coatings. And by using the, with the process we do, putting the backing and the uh, core together, you don't get any of the delaminating, in other words, the fabric pulling off of the core itself. And then the way we manufacture those filaments, um, w- and we call it a woven type fabric, uh, they pick up in the release the coatings very well, but it's also uh, very shed resistant, so the filaments aren't going to fall apart in the coatings and we all know. Um, I was over in Chicago working with a um, end user on some of the tanks. The NACE inspector bounced a couple of tanks off because they had too many hair particles in the coating itself. And one of the things we always um, explain to the end users is time is money. And if we can save you time on applying the coating, and also the money that it would cost to go back, and we all know that those guys are paid, you know, when you put uh, how much per hour it costs them to have that guy on the job site doing it, especially if they have to grind some surfaces down, uh, we're saving them tons of money. And that's where we're always trying to make um, the end users better, and then also help you with applying those coatings to make your coatings even that more economical to the end users, so.
0: Well, I, I had the opportunity to tour your facility in Worcester several years ago, the manufacturing facility, and I was really amazed and I think just kind of uh, it was very a big insight for me to know what goes into producing these. And, and like any manufacturing company, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. There's a lot that goes into the product being manufactured that uh, somebody even involved in the coatings industry may not be completely aware of and appreciate. And the amount of not only the, the R&D and the evaluations that you put into your products, But also the the testing and the feedback you get from your customers to make sure, like you said, that -hmm. that things go smoothly on the job site, that they're able to apply that coding effectively and efficiently so they can get on and off the job site and onto the next one, make their entire business run better.
1: Yeah. And we we've actually in the past um, few years put a uh, division on we call it our contractor division. We want to be out in the field and all these um, sales reps do is work with end users. Um, And we're bringing feedback back to the plant as far as the items that are needed or how it's working and so forth. Uh, We do not sell end users direct, but we um, do want to know what they need, the types of coatings they're using and so forth. So um, it it does make a big difference as far as uh, getting feedback from the end users to help out. And I know you guys track that also and work hand in hand with them. I've worked with some of your sales reps on jobs and I know they're out there continuously. So uh, it it has been great.
0: We absolutely love that feedback from customers and applicators are the ones that are really going to tell you, especially in varied environments, how those coatings are acting when they're being applied. There's only so much we can do to simulate that Internally uh, within our own facilities, even though we have very nice research and development and technical service facilities here, you really need that feedback. And it sounds like you guys are just in tune, as in tune as Tanimic Company is, to get that customer feedback, make sure that those products are behaving the way you, they're expected to and designed uh, to perform. Yeah.
1: You know, I'm going to bounce into another tool, but uh, what when we're talking about working with end users, I was working with some um, contractors at a refinery plant. And this is, now I'm gonna date myself a few years back, but uh, one of the problems they were having is the only thing they were using for some of these pipes um, was the uh, seven inch or four inch roller, or even some of the mini systems. And what we had found is um, production wasn't the greatest because they had to go all the way around it. Um, working with these contractors and our engineers, and and I will say we even brought one of our engineers out to this um, place just so they could talk to the contractors. We actually developed what we call our pipe painter. It's a real, you know, we we use scientific names here, you know, here at Worcester Brush. We try to keep it as simple as possible. But our pipe painter is unique. Uh, What is so unique about it is it's a dual-headed system. And it uh, rotates in or out based on the pipe. So you can go anywhere from a one inch all the way up to a 12 inch. And it uses a, what we call our jumble coder system. But it's the same mini roller as we were talking about the Produce FTP or the Produce. It's the same fabric and the same type of core, um, same process we do, only we use a mini head and um, what we'll do is that just slides on and they'll be able to roll on the pipe the unique thing about that process is it rolls both sides of the pipe at one time so you get a nice smooth finish and it speeds up the process itself uh dipping and rolling you'll say okay it's it's coming out at a triangular type shape. And if you think about it um, with the rod, but just um, spinning the head, rolling it off on a grid in most cases is how guys are doing it. Very, very simple, uh, less batter, And in some places it really makes a difference. And you can use it on handrails does a great job. I will tell you Dow Chemical uses it a lot and um, hopefully I don't get sued for using that name, but um, they use it a lot as far as for handrails and pipes all the way through. So a great little system uh, can be used um, even in, you know, if you're talking refineries, we all know that they hate cooling those pipes down to certain temperatures. We really don't have a problem if it's, Obviously, we're not going to get up into five or 700 degrees, but if it's your normal two to 300 degrees, these fabrics will perform fantastic uh, on those types of surfaces. And there again, that helps both the plant from shutting down completely, and it also helps a contractor where he doesn't have to worry about it in some cases. So it really helps out, speeds up labor.
0: Well, speaking of, of surfaces, uh, the resinous flooring business, it seems like uh, just the, use of the resonance flooring materials has really increased over the past 15 to 20 years. And that's a big part of Tenemix's business as well with our Shield line. And I think Wooster has recognized that growth in that, in that resonance flooring industry and come out with some innovative products there as well.
1: Yes, um, the floor coating industry has really exploded, and, and like you said, it is just off the charts as far as the overall growth. Uh, I can remember ten years ago; it, it was a, it was there. It is not the way it is today. Today, everyone is putting them down. In fact, uh, we're seeing more and more um, specialty type resinous floor coatings going on. Um, and what's really unique about it is we've developed uh, a fabric called Epoxy Glide for back rolling um, into the epoxies. If you uh, squeegee and you need to back roll into that system, we have the Epoxy Glide fabric. Epoxy Glide is unique because it does not absorb in the coating itself; does not absorb into the fabric. What it does do is it will just smooth the fabric. I mean, smooth the coating out using the fabric we do. So if you're going to dip and roll, you might as well forget it with epoxy glide, but back rolling, it lays it off very smooth. The unique thing about it is with these coatings, and I know outgassing is not as... Um, um, you know, over the years, everyone was concerned about the outgassing of the coatings and so forth. Uh, it doesn't really do that much. But what it does do is, especially with some of these polyreas, polyspartics, the way they kick over so quickly, and you need to get into the coating itself, The wovens, especially a three-eighths woven, has a tendency to, as you're starting to back roll and get into these coatings, it pulls. And in some cases, yes, it'll introduce air, but it really stipples out the coating itself. This lays it off very, very smooth. So it's a unique fabric. We are the only ones that have that fabric, and it's really grown in the floor coating industry. Um, yes, our produce fabric can be used for, um, and produce EFTP is great for back rolling and epoxies also, but I really like the epoxy glide, uh, so uh, from there. But then we did take it one more step. We all know that to lay out a floor, most of the time you lay it out by square footage. So you're saying, okay, I'm going to use this amount of coating with this section. And then you're going to go to the next section and and lay that out. And I've been on enough jobs to to know that when you start the coating out, it's supposed to all be right around the four to six mils, let's say in some of these thin coats. Well, the guy might start at 10 mils because he's just pouring it out and just pushing it over. What we did is um, to make sure everything is proper is we, invented these roller gauge systems. And they're little plastic polypropylene plastic end caps that go in. There's little grooves in them so the coating channels out. It doesn't leave any marks in the coating itself. But what it does do is it leaves the fabric up and it leaves it up at the proper mill thickness that you're looking for. So if you're back rolling and these little end caps are clattering on the concrete surface or whatever surface you're rolling on, um, it makes a huge difference as far as consistency straight across. And we all know that um, there is going to be some variation. But then what we have done is we partnered with Midwest Rake. And Midwest Rake is our partner as far as developing and and they're great at squeegees. And I I know you know them and and most people know the Seymour Midwest Rake Company. Um, But what we have done is we've color coordinated everything by mill thicknesses. So now Midwest Rake has the squeegee. And if we're talking about four to six mils, they have a yellow squeegee. We have the yellow end caps. So it's a yellow system. Now there's no laying it out by square footage. It's just pour, go, and it helps speed up the process. The squeegeeing definitely lays it off at at the proper mill thickness. They they laser cut the ends of the squeegees and we actually sell some of their items. They sell our end caps um, from there. But what's really unique is if they squeegee, and back row, they're at that consistent mill thickness. And we all know you don't wanna put a real thin coat epoxy down at at 16 mils. It's just not gonna cure out properly. And this will save the contractor both labor as far as it goes quicker, but also the money. And I've been on a couple jobs where they got to the end of the warehouse and they had to figure out what they're going to do as far as for that last corner because they ran out of product and you're shaking your head because you know exactly what I'm talking about there. Um, So that's what this system will do and it'll really help out Um, and, like I say, saves labor dollars, but it also makes your coatings um, go that much quicker, easier and lays off that much nicer. we have different system twos. If you're doing overlays, we have the quarter inch gauge uh, that you put in a loop and you can lay it out. And I know uh, there's been specialty porcupines to do the same as far as laying them off smoothly. So we, we've really gotten into the floor coating industry. We've teamed up with them and we are color coordinating everything. So if it's thin four to six, it's yellow. If it's um, anywhere from eight to 12, it's red. And, you know, you get up in to your um, 100% or even some of your uh, metallic coats, you're looking at, you know, 16 mils, it's green. And then over that is blue. And then it goes up from there. So uh, we're color coordinating as much as we possibly can.
0: Well, that's fantastic. It's just another example of trying to make things easy, efficient on the job site for the contractor. Uh, we know that those, uh, jobs are typically challenging enough as it is. And if we can Mm -hmm. make the coatings and the tools better to use and and easier to use, it's always a a win for everyone around. So in your explanation of that, how how does that work in conjunction with the roller gauge stem?
1: What do you mean by the roller gauge stem?
0: (laughs) I don't know, Larry, we might want to edit that one. I I was just looking at my notes and noticed that. So yeah, I think that was Um, something that uh, Austin put in. Is there anything else that you want to, uh, to, to hit on before we, we final uh, finalize things
1: um no uh, hopefully i'm giving you guys what you're looking for just kind of highlighting how we're um doing it hopefully the roller gauge system made sense and the squeegee system with the color coordinating um i have no problem um you know i i will be um glad to redo whatever you need there
0: no i think it was great so I, i just fouled it up but we can cut that section out so i can do a little bit of a sign off Austin, and then do the intro that I missed. Perfect. So, okay, Thanks. all right. Well, Larry, we really appreciate your time today. That was really interesting information. Hopefully that was interesting to our viewers and listeners as well. And again, I think it's just to, to say that there's a partnership all the way around in the coatings industry. It's, it's raw material suppliers, manufacturers of the coatings, the, the manufacturers of the application equipment uh, and then the, the contractors themselves and working in conjunction with one another to make sure that the products perform they apply well and they give as much life to the owner as possible so really appreciate appreciate your time today i think it was a fantastic session and uh, we look forward to working with Wooster in the future
1: uh, thank you and and we do appreciate it and on behalf of the 600 plus employees here at Wooster brush we appreciate everything tonemic has done to help us become a leader in the um, applicator industry
0: All right. Well, appreciate it very much, Larry. Thanks for your time today. Thank you.